0: talk
1: about what it is we're more interested in what gets you from the before picture to the after joe ryan is a marine vet brian gustafson's an army vet we should probably try that from montana and they sold cars together 15 years
0: we're gonna try that again people get after podcast we talk about what it is we're more interested in what gets you from the
1: before picture to the after Joe Ryan is a Marine vet. Brian Gustafson's an Army vet, both from Montana, and they sold cars together 15 years ago. Now they both like talking with people on different topics they're passionate about. Okay. That was a learning learning curve right there. Learning curve. Sorry if we blew your ear drums out. Because I yeah. had to turn the music up a bit. Yeah, we had to turn the music up because we couldn't hear it because in our headphones, and much like you can hear now, we're on location again.
0: <clears throat> yeah, this one is a little busier a little more echoey
1: echoey yeah you can hear the dishes in the back and people talking and and tables next to us hopefully not great detail
0: not sure how how this is going to listen back but we're gonna try it yeah we're we're gonna yeah and if it doesn't sound good we will only do it two more times we'll only do it 17 (laughs) more times
1: because we want it to sound good man that's but what we do. We like the idea now of being on location. We're at uh, Empty Pints. Yep. And, you know, there's people eating right here while we're podcasting. It kind of is a cheap way to promote. They can see us podcasting and... Did you hear music? Sorry. <laughs> I did hear music for a second, then it, it stopped all of a sudden. I Okay.
0: Oh, my gosh. No, it couldn't have been me.
1: No, this is the the one that would have been you coming from your phone on the Bluetooth. Is yeah, there it is again. I don't know what that is? So I'm just gonna. Oh, it's playing in here. Oh, the
0: music it's is still out of the background. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering how that was going to come through or not. <clears throat> they did say that they would turn it down, but I'm not going to ask them.
1: Oh yeah, and I, I think it's okay. We've we've always wanted to have a little bit of soft music in the back anyway.
0: It's kind of cool. It is. now I'm hearing it going whoa it's kind of got some bass too yeah
1: it does they've got a
0: nice system over here when I do uh, open mic or empty mic as I like to call it yeah um, I noticed they've got the speakers hanging from the ceiling and they've got this t- I've never seen a subwoofer like it it's like a a, a squared off
1: cheerio but just this big black uh, shiny plastic thing um, there's a there's a cereal that is a squared-off Cheerio. What is it called? Like Tasty Wheats or something. Um, Bran. Um, oh, my goodness. It's my wife's favorite cereal. And it's like this brown, larger Cheerio that uh-huh. is squared off. And it looks just like um, fiber, right? Like it's just this like... I think I know
0: the one you're talking about. Yeah.
1: And it would be... It looks like it would be horrible, but it's actually a really good cereal. Huh. Ta- uh. Tasty... Tasty bran oats. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'll take a we'll
0: take a picture of it before we leave, and so you can see the cool subwoofer. Because I mean, it's hitting like boom, boom, and it's this tiny little. I mean, I wish my subwoofer for my band was like that. I have to carry these huge, hundred pound things full of speakers and technology upstairs to have the beautiful thudding that's happening in the background.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, when I was a youth pastor in Glasgow, we used to do high school and middle school dances, and our our subs were so heavy, so, so heavy. heavy, and awkward too. Mm-hmm. You could carry it as one man, but it was difficult. So you always kind of looked like a wuss because you needed two people mm-hmm. because of the awkwardness. At your own risk, yeah. always. Yeah. So we're on we're on episode sixteen. You uh, just a couple days ago you listened to shane from the great falls area chamber of commerce
0: not just great falls the surrounding area as far as sydney
1: yeah yeah he mentions that from all over montana people people become great falls area chamber members
0: and yeah, and so you can see why, you know. Not, ju- I mean, it's probably because good, good services, good people. But I mean, Shane's just fun to talk to.
1: Absolutely, just a fun guy, genuine, and um, a high RPM guy. Yep. Not, not in the, not in like an annoying. He talks too much and overwhelms anything. But he's always busy, has something going on, and is using his time as wisely as possible.
0: Right. Like if we tested his blood. We would find trace amounts of like that alpha brain stuff that you drink in the morning. Like it would just be there naturally occurring. Right,
1: right. Which, <laughs> which thinking of, I, I brought some with me and I mixed it in with our water here from Empty Pints. It's pineapple flavor. Did it improve the water? I didn't improve the water. It improved my brain functions though. Okay. It's
0: going to, that's needed because this is a, an episode fraught with. Um, background noise and even a broken mic stand
1: yeah we had a broken mic stand mic stand we couldn't then switch out the other mic to go on the mic stand and so joe muted for a second and then he got really surprised yours is, is picking up the most background let me let me mute let me mute, mute and see what happens
0: no my microphone is picking up every single thing
1: every everything i'm going to turn it be picked up i'm going to turn it down
0: see that and i'm just going to get closer into the mic like this is this is my microphone so i'm just gonna i want to get in close
1: but you like to you like to whisper sometimes joe i I just like to be you know
0: i like to use my softer voice like this and i also like deadpan humor
1: yeah because i i I mute mine it doesn't change anything in the background nope well, I guess it's, yeah, muting, muting ears kind of does something, too. I, I,
0: cha- I changed it for the better, I think. So I'll get in closer and a little bit better background noise. We're not going to be overwhelmed. I still feel overwhelmed a little bit. I don't know if this is, I don't know if I, I'd want to do it here again.
1: Just, and there's it, nothing against empty No, we love these people. Yeah, we love these people. It's just, it is a little distracting as we're talking.
0: Maybe if we did it at like a dead quiet time, it'd be just fine. Come in when they're closed. But you know what? <laughs> when they do that, if there's people here, they're cr- they're cranking the music. These are fun people. These are, oh, these are cool staff. Yeah. Stuff.
1: yeah. Yeah, and I just met I met the owner. What was his name again?
0: That's the general manager. General manager. That is uh, Travis. 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 Travis is a great guy. Yeah, Travis tai, Taipei or Taipei with an L on the end maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said he moved here from Nashville where he was also doing the same sort of deal. And he was like, he's no stranger to music. So, you know, there's this like... He was like, there was, there was parts of the day that we had to schedule when we didn't have music. Like, the rest of the parts of the day are all going to have somebody wanting to get in front of the stage in Nashville, in front of anybody.
1: Right, know? right. Especially in Nashville, yeah.
0: Yeah, he said, guys like me would be um, going to, like, three or four bars or more a day, and, you know, collecting their hundred bucks, and maybe a few hundred bucks in tips if they, you know, had a particularly good act. And with their little cups full of um, honey and lemon tea. You know, get their voice back on. Because I mean, that's I I can't do that anymore. I can't do more than a sh- one show
1: a day. So I want to. I want to share with you. I did a little Google search on. So when when a, a, a show comes into town or a. Uh, um, oh my goodness! Promote <laughs> presenter of some sort. Uh, yeah. We would do. For example, we would do the Downpour Festival here in town, and I'd help a little bit when artists would come in. Okay. We'd have bands or whatever, and they'd, they'd have this thing called the Green Room. Okay. And the Green Room is where you know this artist or presenter would be before they would go on the show. And it's known that sometimes bands or musicians or artists or comedians or whatever, they have these crazy requests for their green room. Right. And there was always like, I couldn't remember, I can't remember who the artist was, but they would want all green M&Ms. Okay. So like some person would have to pick through, this wasn't anybody I ever dealt with, but Mm -hmm. there's a rumor that somebody was like that specific. They have to be all green M&Ms. I can't have any other color in the bowl, you know, and I need need 800 of them. So, but as we're bringing in guests... In order to find out what to bring in, so we had M&Ms and Twizzlers and and the Lifesaver gummies Mm -hmm. when uh, the last two interviewers we had Mm -hmm. came in, I had Googled green room supplies. Whoa. So I could see, like, what's the most requested food or snack or whatever. m ms was really high on there, so that's where we got that. Wow. It's like a savory sweet, and then I got some sweet sweet in the gummies and the the Twizzlers. I should have brought like popcorn or something, you know, to have a salty to throw in there, too. But uh, maybe next time. All of that to be said, the the number one requested thing was, uh, as you're mentioning, the lemon and honey. Uh-huh. It was like, th- I can't remember what it's called, like Throat Doctor or something. Really? It was the same oh, brand. It was the same brand. Throat Doctor tea. Yeah. And, and it, it was either a spray or a tea uh-huh. that every Green Room had to have it. Wow. And, and I looked at a bunch of like the top ten top five lists and The that same throat doctor thing was on there. I used to
0: think that stuff was all mumbo Jumbo, but I, I actually started using one um, I was in Todd's the other day a few weeks ago actually and I was telling him about like the, how, the
1: music store here in town.
0: Yeah, the music store here Rod's uh, Rod's music they Todd's music and sound it used to be called Rod's now. It's called Todd's. now. It's called Todd's music and Sound. Yeah um, and I went in there and I was, and we were just kind of chatting. And I was, you know, I was telling him that I was really busy lately, and it's been uh, kind of pushing my voice a little bit, especially when you get up there past, you know, five shows a week. You're like, whoa, buddy. Um, and he said, Hey, you know, one of the other musicians in town, Melissa Desguliers, actually from that we mentioned her on with Shane's podcast. She yep. was the realtor. Um, she uses this thing called Clear Voice or Something Voice or this little spray. It's got to be. Like it's
1: got to be the same thing.
0: And, um, so I, so I, um, and this actually this guy he was like yeah hey, she she uh, she uses this and he had some he's like yeah i got some right here and it was like 12 or 15 bucks and i was like give it to me just take take my money take what you need out of my wallet and you tried it and i tried it and it worked it was it's something else because my voice was real weak you know that when you have a weak feeling voice and you're like oh i don't know if i'm gonna have i don't know if i can sing those deep baritones or those really high notes and hit them with any force but then, I'd, you know, I sang a few softer songs to kind of get warmed up, and then I, I, was, I was fine. I, I had no problem No little squeaks or cracks, or, you know, I could sing as, as strong as I ever could and, and finished, you know, pretty good.
1: Voice like bull.
0: Voice like Russian
1: bull. Like Russian bull. Like
0: right, yeah. <clears throat> so, with, I think it's clear voice. I think I probably have some in my van right now. I was gonna leave some for Melanie, but then I needed some for a show. So I was like, this is mine again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'll have to buy some more. They said they have. I have the mint flavor, and they said, "Well, we have." Uh, Melissa likes this other flavor, this cherry flavor. I was like,
1: "Oh, I'll order some." <laughs> so, a, a little sidetracked, but Melanie would use it as she's doing a show or singing.
0: Well, we uh, she is practicing singing again. Uh, we used to sing together. That's how we met. We, um, I was running an open mic, which I'm known to do, here and there. And uh, she had never; she was really good at karaoke. Is really good at karaoke, and she wanted to sing a song uh, live for people, is what she said. And I was like, I didn't see the difference, yeah. Um, Because I'm terrible at karaoke. If you want to know, so like I'm really not good at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, we we uh, we sang some songs together, and um, I've been trying to get her on stage with me ever since, and. She's uh, practicing some shows, uh, some songs again, and we might be getting her out to the open mic uh, here on one of these Tuesdays, so if you're local.
1: But she was here like three weeks
0: ago, right? um, Yes, and she did play us a song. Now, I think she played the first ever song at this open mic where she was playing a baritone ukulele. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing cooler than a baritone ukulele and my favorite thing is um and we're also uh so melanie's into words as so um the correct way the correct way to pronounce ukulele is with just oh, not you not you-ka-layle. ukulele and there's another my, my other favorite word uh, that she taught me actually was it's not a betta fish it's a betta fish
1: oh that sounds better it's mo yeah yeah it does sound better <laughs> The reason I, I say she was here a couple of weeks ago is my mm-hmm. wife and I have turned Empty Mike here at Empty Pints that you host into like our date night. Yeah. And so we'll come on Tuesday nights and uh, tonight I have a, a work thing, so I'll be here late, but my wife will probably still come. I showed up, I, it might've been a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had a work thing going on and I, I showed up late and I walk in and she had explained to me some of the her favorite songs and how she sings them. Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody belting like like amazing mm-hmm. right when i walked in and i went there's no way that is not melanie there's no way and it was mm-hmm. it was she's And it, yeah she's really good really good and i don't have the confidence even if i could get to the point in in singing mm-hmm. uh to sing even a note in front of somebody like even humming i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan because i'm almost like tone deaf i don't even know i was in choir all through high school Mm -hmm. I have no confidence in my singing whatsoever so then to be at the level where she was singing or I've heard you sing before as well like man that is that's everything right you're putting all of your heart fire into it Mm -hmm. that's off of uh, oh what is that movie they're trolls in a magical oh my goodness I just lost the movie anyway he says you gotta have you gotta say it with heart fire but you guys are singing with heart fire and I, I love that you can you can really feel it when somebody puts everything into it mm-hmm. and you can really feel it when somebody's holding back mm-hmm. and they're not and you just know you're like wait a minute if you push just a that, uh, little bit more you could get there yeah and you guys you guys get that a little bit more i want to i also want to talk about what we had when we came into empty pints here today today okay today we mentioned our water you gotta you gotta Brown sugar water as well. Sugar water and a water. Yeah. Yep. And that's a cheap word for soda. In case, yeah, you can't order brown sugar water here unless you name it like Coke, Dr Pepper. You know. Yeah. But then we got we got burgers, yep. and I like the burgers here. Yep. It's good. We got the Bobcat, which has like crispy onions on it like onion rings almost but not don't think onion rings it's like tempura fried rings or something weird yeah like like those kind of the good ones to put on i don't like a burger that has the big thick onion rings that are like heavily breaded these are like lightly breaded Mm -hmm. they still are are loose and limber on there and there's a there's a bacon and bacon jam that's that's on the burger cheddar barbecue sauce I've shared maybe even on the podcast before because I feel like I shout it from the mountains all the time. My favorite burger, whether at home or anywhere I go to, mm-hmm. is burger, cheese, onions, barbecue sauce. I mean, you can have little things added in here or there like this one does, mm-hmm. but the Bobcat at Empty Pints just fits all of those needs for me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: And what did you think of your Bobcat? It was good. I liked, I, it was a good burger. And we got, we got enough fries.
0: I still have fries here yeah for four of us my god they're pretty good fries they're good fries. i don't know what type of fry that is what you know the the process i mean the actual the frying of the fry like i don't know what they did to it but so but it was good crunchy
1: yep yep good to go salty savory the the, saving my life the way that i started getting into this being my favorite burger is i used to work at burger king when i was in high school i worked at burger king and at the time, it was when the Wild Wild West came out with Will Smith.
0: I remember that burger. Do you,
1: do you remember that, that movie as and well? I do, yeah. Yeah. So, that they play like clips of that movie. I didn't watch that movie for several years because I'd seen so many clips mm-hmm. while working at Burger King. But they came out with the Wild Wild West burger that was just a smoky cheddar, cheese, mm-hmm. sauteed onions. And then they had this uh, bullseye barbecue sauce oh, i still yeah. remember all of the ingredients well that was all of them mm-hmm. but the specifically bullseye barbecue sauce and when we ran out of supplies for that i was wow. upset because it, it, it <laughs> no. just ended up being my favorite burger and when you work at burger king i don't you know burger kings mm-hmm. aren't as the same all across you know they're not the same everywhere you can find a good one most of them kind of not good. Okay. Not oh, trying I to talk you. about bad about Burger King. I, I try you. to like be positive all the time. Mm-hmm. You can find a good one. But when you work at Burger King, you can make amazing burgers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I was in uh I was in fast food myself. So I started in <clears throat> I started as a Ronald Ranger at <laughs> at McDonald's. They so, called it a Ronald Ranger? Yes, yeah, so I started at like 14 and a half or whatever. And I couldn't be around the friars yet. Right, 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 right. so um, I wasn't technically a janitor either. And so my main job was to make sure that the kids... um, And this is in Boulder City, Nevada, so picture a desert, okay? Mm -hmm. And very, very um, busy with tourists on their way to Hoover Dam. okay, From Vegas to Hoover Dam. Um, And so uh, it was my job to be guarding the playpen area to make sure that the kids... um, did not wear shoes, but did wear socks somehow in the desert where all the kids are definitely in wearing sandals. shoes and socks yeah nope they're all in sandals it's and every no socks. single one of them every single one of them's in sandals or barefoot yeah so my every day was just like oh can you get down and the parents are yelling at me like we didn't even bring socks and then the, i'd be like i know it's a weird rule and the owner would come and be like you're, you're gonna get me shut down it was very stressful but then i got I turned 15, and they let me around the fryers, and the, and I was started to cook the burgers. And I, I, I was okay with that job. I liked it. But the one I really liked was uh, Pizza Hut. Oh, you worked at Pizza Hut as mm-hmm. well. Oh, yeah, Pizza Hut's where it's at, man. That's where you get to you put your own chicken wings in there. And it was one of those ones with a restaurant. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was beer on tap. Two kegs, I remember, were on tap. And the general manager at the time was a friend of mine from high school, so after we closed down, we'd tap that cake a little bit, throw on some free wings, and turn, turn on some Rage Against the Machine. Mm. And that song, you know, um, um, F you, I'm not going to do what you tell me, mm-hmm. you, you, you get to mm-hmm. scream that a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of good songs. And so we would just be tapping some beers, having some free wings, and then trying whatever old pizza you could figure out how to
1: put together. Oh yeah, like like we used to do that with the burgers too. You just try mm-hmm. to make like I don't know, you put fish on it because yeah. you you know, you just find random things all around and try to make the weirdest combinations and see what tastes good. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I feel our- like we lived a very similar How old were you at Pizza Hut? Oh, 17ish. Yeah. Probably. Okay, so our 17 Maybe is 18? the same.
0: Yeah, and then we Because
1: go- I was closing down Burger King listening to Rage Against the Machine. Probably bringing beer in on the occasion. We didn't have, there's no beer on tap in Burger King in the United States. Uh, Right, right. So. But then we'd go, we'd pack up as much
0: free food as we could get away with and then take that out to the desert, which was just, um, you know, right outside town. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to find desert when you're in the desert. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: When you're not in the oasis, you just walk out of it. You
0: just walk that way, basically. And there it is. And so we'd go start a bonfire that you could see for hundreds of miles and the police would come and, you know, take our beer from us.
1: Exact same 17-year-old. For me, it was in the Bozeman, Gallatin Valley in Montana. Mm. We would close down Burger King, grab a bunch <laughs> of like the free food or getting ready to, exp- maybe expired, who knows, mm-hmm. you know, leftover fries, whatever. We'd close down and we would run out to the mountains, start a big bonfire, cops would show up <laughs> like that. Yeah, we lived the same yeah. year, 17 of our lives.
0: the the same thing the cops were like you know like what why the bonfire like you had flashlights you had you drove out here in cars with headlights i mean if there wasn't a fire started we'd have no reason to come out here (laughs) 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 gum dumbs oh gosh that was a good one though because um, i was nervous i remember this one time this last time i went out i was real nervous about it so i i decided i'm not gonna drink anything. I said, no way, I'm just, I'm not gonna drink anything. And then I was there for about an hour, hour and a half. Everything was going good. I decided "Eh, maybe I'll have a little sip, a little sippy poo of the beer. I literally take it, it's like to my lips. I just like taste the beer. And I hear this, (laughs) woo I was like, oh. Oh God, (laughs) get that taste out of my mouth.
1: And just, I, just enough to have them smell it on your breath. Yep. Didn't even make it to your stomach. Nope. And by the time they
0: actually got an, enough breathalyzers to get us all, because it was a nice, <laughs> it was a good party. Um, I was, I blew zero zero and they still gave me an MIP, minor in possession. And I was like, what? I didn't have, I wasn't drinking at all. And they're like, well, you were at the party, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but d- how does that... How, isn't that different? I mean, how's that different than my dad having beer in the fridge? I mean, I'm at the house; he's drinking it. Like, how is that not me in kind of possession? Right, right. <laughs> and they said, "Shut up, you st- stinking kid!
1: <laughs> Get out <laughs> of my face!" <laughs> you know, to be honest, Joe, we we wrote up a hundred tickets, and we're gonna fill them all, man. Yeah, you can go to court and explain this to the judge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got pulled over one time there, there was a, a club in bozeman you could drink uh you couldn't drink at you could dance at if you were under 21. little john's lj's is what we used to call it hey, mm-hmm. you go to lj's and the, like, like tuesday nights they let people under 21 go there and dance everybody under 21 found someone 21 at the bar that would buy them alcohol or mm-hmm. like just got way too drunk beforehand to, right. to go there pre-game yeah Well, the story with me is most of the time I I enjoyed being at parties where people were drinking. Did not enjoy drinking myself, even Mm -hmm. in high school. Mm -hmm. So we're we're pre-gaming, right, as they call it. And everybody's drinking and doing shots and all that. They feel like, because I'm so good at pretending that I'm joining them in all of the fun. Uh And also pretending like I'm getting buzzed and, you know, whatever. (laughs) Uh They feel like I'm doing this with them. But uh, I decide I'm the most, I'm the least buzzed, right? Uh-huh. So we're driving, I get pulled over. Because they just assume we're heading to Little John's. I don't know. I, d- I didn't do anything wrong. I know because I was sober. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I didn't they, do anything. they pull us over and they're like, yeah, we think you're drunk. We're uh-huh. like, Okay, sure. Breathalyzer me. Try me, bro zero point zero 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 you know whatever right it didn't uh-huh. even register anything mm-hmm. all of my friends are like what What? how, how did you possibly what's your trick oh, how'd, you he, how'd you do it he's it? he's lying i finally had to just admit to him listen <laughs> guys like i wasn't drinking with you I, you I thought drink. you thought i was I, yeah. I just i just wasn't they all got minor in possessions oh because they all blew Mm-hmm. you know whatever whatever percentage of their blood alcohol content Yikes. and mine mine was fine i just liked acting silly with everybody <laughs> and you know that, uh-huh. that's how it was so that's wow. that's my breathalyzer story
0: that's good we both blew a zero zero though oh.
1: yeah so yeah. we were good kids I no mean, i was still got. <laughs> i mean
0: i got the minor in possession i mean <laughs> yes yeah. i did get it so no worries. so
1: i my minor in possession came from smoking cigarettes possession of cigarettes yeah can Come you believe on. that so in in Belgrade Montana at the time it was just this really small town and the cop so my mom had divorced my dad and so she would date men right that's sure. what women do that's what she dated one do. of the cops that she had gone to high school with previously There you go. I'm not gonna mention his name because he's still alive and you could very easily find him but Jack yeah, I'm just yeah. Kidding, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Jack's great, and so so Jack knew me. Okay. He'd even been over to the house to like pick my mom up for a date, right? And mm-hmm. so he knew me. I was pulling out of high school, and I didn't have my my lighter. Uh-huh. And I was a heavy smoker in high school, cigarettes. Mm. Um, and uh, I didn't have my lighter, so I used. I was in a 1969 Plymouth Valiant, my first vehicle, cool. amazing car, mm-hmm. cool. I used my little cigarette lighter, right? You push it in, and you wait, and it goes. Yeah, pops, pops out. I yeah. don't know if anybody heard that. Pops out, mm-hmm. and it popped out right as I'm. I've timed it perfectly that it would pop out as I'm driving off school grounds. Oh, so I'm driving off school grounds across the street, and I'm I'm lighting up. And apparently, when you light up with these, you know, cigarette lighters from the car it smokes way more, like puts off way more smoke than just a lighter wood. Hmm. Way more obvious that you're smoking. And so I'm by myself in the vehicle and there is just smoke billowing <laughs> out of all the windows. And Jack, uh, not his real name, Jack, pulled, like instantly pulled me over. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so what, what you doing? You know, and and I, I had to give him the cigarette, you know, mm-hmm. and. And gave him the cigarette. He's like, I got to write you a ticket because you're not 18. It's like, yeah, yeah, you do. Officer Jack. Yeah, And so that, I did get an MIP, though.
0: Mm. Well, that's just for cigarettes. And you stopped, which was nice. It took me a
1: while. I, I smoked all through the Army. And even part into uh, being a youth pastor. Yeah, I was I was I smoking as a, as a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. But now I used to have, like, cravings. Mm-hmm you know uh, as smokers and addicted people to things do now if i get around cigarette smoke it it makes me want to throw up and so so now i'm at the point where and it took a long time Mm -hmm. to get to that point i used to be like oh that smells smells like something i want but now i can't imagine having that thought yeah like i can't put myself back in that space that it's like oh i want a a cigarette now
0: yeah i I can put myself back in that space just because cigarettes are cool, man. I was, I, I was, I smoked them in the Marines, too, and I was like, yep. and I smoked them while I was a musician, and that's what made me stop. And I won't go back, but I, I remember what I liked about it. You know what I mean? I can remember that and go, you know, I like that, and I wish, I wish I could still do it and it not hurt me at all and make me stink like garbage, like, oh, I, like I burned thought,
1: up garbage. Yeah, the, the smell is crazy. Mm-hmm. You, as a smoker you, it kills all of your sense right, right. Yeah. and so you don't you can still smell it on you a little bit but you have no sense of smell anymore yeah, you can't because the cigarettes have killed your sense of smell mm-hmm. now i'm like i can smell if somebody hugged someone who smoked yesterday mm-hmm. like i can smell that i used to think that i could smoke a cigarette and put somebody in my car shortly thereafter, after spraying a little cologne and they wouldn't notice. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> and the, the problem is that I've, I've, I've been able now to talk to my own children about the dangers of nicotine use when you're that young. Mm-hmm. I started when I was 13 mm-hmm. and um, man, you, your you're, your brain is growing and adapting and maturing and you're getting used to this, this chemical that that gives you a good feeling mm-hmm. at that young of an age and it, it took me such a long time man it had to have been really close to 20 years of um, smoking but now i can't i can't even tell it used to be a you know i'd go for a run or something i'd still you know have that smoker's lung <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can finally, you know, not, not do that anymore. And I would say after, I don't know how many years now, seven, eight years of not smoking, mm-hmm. 10 maybe, I don't know, that uh, I finally yeah, feel, feel better, don't have that cough, and that mm-hmm. my lungs have probably actually healed now. They say it takes up to 10 years for your lungs mm-hmm. to fully heal from smoking.
0: Yeah, I think I'm finally there too. It's been maybe seven, six or seven years for me
1: yeah it's no. pro- I'm thinking about eight. I'm thinking about eight years for me' is how long it's been
0: That's weird that we might have quit smoking even It's <laughs> well, time. Time. so
1: weird. weird how many similarities you and I have?
0: Yeah, that is weird. almost unnerving if you want the if you want the truth
1: it is <laughs> well, like, it is what? like are you my doppelganger that doesn't look like me?
0: I don't look like you at all. I'm and, not. And I don't look like you. I've considered being a pastor a couple times I just thought well you know you just what do you do you you have one book you read you know what I mean like how much studying do you do it's one book right? that was
1: my biggest fear <laughs> in becoming a pastor <laughs> legit you just pointed out my biggest fear yeah I'm like wait a minute I studied my science book for like not at all mm-hmm. and that got boring mm-hmm. and it had a bunch of different stuff and you're like science class you talked about the microbes and mm-hmm. and Mammals and amphibians and, and the weather, and you talk about all this stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how am I going to make a living talking out of one book? One book. Yeah, just one. Turns one out book. it's it's actually super easy. Yeah. You there's know. there's a lot there when you when you do life application. It's a big book. It's, it's a big book. There's actually 66 books inside of it. So that you know that's how it's broken up. You could call it chapters. It's the
0: volume of stuff. Yeah. But the other thing is is like you so you let's call it a, a book of happenings. Let's call it a, you know, there's a, it's a historical account of things, you know? Right. So, so in that vein, let's, you know, not to diminish it in any way, but I'm just like, it's a, it's a, it's like a history book, you know? Right. So you're like a history teacher. And, and in kind of the same way, because history teachers will tell you the same thing. Like, either you learn about this stuff or you are doomed to repeat these things. Like Legit these, the, yeah. The, like, these are the lessons that we have learned and these are the important things and what we have gleaned from them. This is why we're teaching you these things. We wrote them down. Okay. Right, right. And so, to me, I'm like, you're just kind of a history teacher, but everyone... Everyone every week for like their whole lives, and the people that want to go to church are are just like they show up all happy to class, yep. and there's like some donuts usually, yep. and people are happy to see you, and you talk about the thing that maybe they already heard about, but they don't they don't seem to care. They're just like I already heard the story, but I'm just gonna let them tell it,
1: and and then they go home feeling happy, and then that's it. That's your job. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> and I don't I don't feel like that that vein of, of explaining it diminishes it at all. I, okay, because much. To yeah, as prayer. Christians, we legit look at it as a history book. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's not much in the Bible that you can really disprove but by historical fact. Most of it has actually been proven. They was, can go back and look at. Is that a challenge? Are you Trying to challenge me? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I'll a, try. a I'll yep, try. that's a challenge. Pick a thing. That's a challenge. Yeah, we'll just just For example, like the <laughs> whoa, 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 the walls. There's okay. the walls of Jericho. Okay and uh in the story in the bible it mm-hmm. says that the walls came tumbling down there's a song after the Jericho, horn Jericho. it was the, right okay yeah. was. So, so it was like a trumpet joshua <laughs> yes he he blares the trumpet they walk around and on the seventh day they walk around seven times okay. and he blares the trumpet and the walls come tumbling down there's actually a song and the walls come tumbling down right, right? but in, in everywhere in history, the walls, whenever a city gets taken over, the walls go in mm-hmm. to the city. Because you, you have to think there's like an army coming in and they're coming over that wall. They're battering it down, whatever may be there. In the Bible, it says that the walls fell outward, away from uh-huh. the wall. Like there was a blast from inside when they did before they had bombs. Historically, they went back and found Jericho and the walls had been outward torn down outward and that's mm-hmm. one example the, okay. you know stories in the bible proven that's not to say that the bible is you know everybody now needs to believe in the bible mm-hmm. but it's it is it's history and you archaeology and you go into that stuff and mm-hmm. and uh so i don't feel, i don't feel it's diminished at all
0: well cool because i well the thing is i like the idea of the job at some point i considered it going huh that could be cool i mean what are you doing you're just like regaling people with uh, this thing that you read, and then you say things like, and it made me think of this thing that happened to me, and then this cool thing that happened to me, and then I think about it like this, and maybe you can remember it in your daily life if you think about this and that and relate it back to this story. Right. Now, now, go forth and give people hugs and give you know, and smile at kids, if you will.
1: And my my, my biggest problem with Christianity mm-hmm. was was the organized the idea of organized religion. Mm-hmm. most religions point to a man right they point to this pastor or teacher or rabbi or mm-hmm. uh, you know whatever priest and bishop and in my time of becoming a Christian there was a pretty big blow up of priests doing things to people oh, yeah. and the people should have been trusting their priests and, and mm-hmm. taking advantage so I really hated the idea of, of, of a human getting away of, of a creator of the universe yeah like shouldn't the creator of the universe like be able to, to not have that human And so the reason I wanted to become a pastor was try to be the best example I could of getting out of the way. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to tell some stories and how this really has affected, much like the podcast, just to be real with people, right? Mm -hmm. And then just move out of the way because a lot of pastors want to say, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you're doing wrong. This is how you do right. That's how you do right. And I just go, well, this is how I've messed up and how things have changed in my life. This is how I do things. But I'm not going to tell you what... Is wrong in your life, and what you need to fix, because mm-hmm. that's not between you and me. Why is that any of my business? What you do in your bedroom, what you do in your private time, what you drink, what you eat—it's not my business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just want to share this history story with you.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'm a history buff.
1: Yep. <laughs> okay.
0: Yep. I don't—I don't mind that ex- explanation at all, and it's part of the reason. Reason I. I kind of looked into it, but then I, you know, of course I went another direction, but as we all do, we, we, we think to ourselves, there's something about this I might like, let's check it out for myself. Let's, you know, take some steps, hobnob with the other people doing it, maybe. And then if you get to a place where you're like, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. That's not always a failure. That's sometimes that's just you going, oh well, maybe I'm. This was a good idea, and I I have an idea of um, maybe the direction I'd like to go, but maybe this isn't exactly the location that I need to be. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm not glad I didn't do that, but I'm also happy to be a musician and doing a podcast and um, doing wedding DJs. You know all the stuff that I (laughs) right, 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 right. I got
1: stuff I do now. Yeah, well, and yeah. I think yeah, we each go in our own direction based off of yeah so many factors in our lives. Uh, I think in that note like this podcast has gone a completely different direction than what we what we had originally intended and I want to make sure that we do talk about Shane and I we specifically did not share with each other. Mm-hmm. Joe did not share with Brian Brian did not share with Joe what we thought of that podcast right because Shane had promised, it would be our best podcast to date.
0: Yeah. And so, what are we going to do? We're going to like. I we, don't know. Are we going to um, acknowledge? Are we going to tell what our true feelings are? Because we have other interviews, you know, interviewees.
1: There's yeah, there's there's several other, pe- other people that have been on our podcast, and there's also like you and I have done several half of the episodes just by ourselves.
0: That's true. You What's know? that
1: saying about us? So he's competing
0: with us now. Yeah, right. We're gonna have to destroy him.
1: <laughs> mm. But legit, like, what did you think? What did you think of the podcast?
0: Mm, I liked it. I mean, and and full disclosure, neither of us have actually listened back to it yet. Well, I haven't listened back to it yet. But, um, I enjoyed doing it. you know it's it's cool to talk with them, oh, and um when we kind of got into uh oh, yeah, so now we can talk about it because no one's already heard it. I, was yeah. like, I don't want to give anything away. but when he said um his 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 uh, guilty pleasure is yard work, right. I was like, genuinely blown away. Like, whoa, I was not, I did not see that coming. I thought he was being sarcastic for a second. I was like, is,
1: he actually doesn't do sarcasm a lot. <laughs> so right. And then he went into depth of, of how, like, in Colorado, he built this kidney shaped waterfall. Pond and pond everything with goldfish in it.
0: And so I got home and uh, I think I shared this on the other podcast too, but I got home and just that inspired me to, um, to get out there and do everything that my yard had been needing. And it's a lot. I, I live on an incline that's about the size of Ah, it's not a you know let's see a fourth of a football field you know it's like it's a nice big area and and to mow it is to walk up and downhill a bunch of times and it is quite the incline and I I don't have a riding lawnmower I just have a self-propelled one
1: yeah
0: and so I but I went out there and I did it I was just thinking about Shane um I was like you know let's let's test this out you know because um Like, how could he be wrong? I mean, he's been doing it. And and so I thought, well, I know what it feels like to to try to relax the most I can, you know, in between my little shows or gigs or projects or family time. I know what it's like to try to get in as many naps as I can. Right. What would it be like to try to get in as many workouts or as um, as many chores as I could so my wife didn't have to think about them? Well, how would that change my life? Right. You know, would it be adding energy? Would I get more endurance? Would I be sleeping better with the time that I did have to sleep because I was, you know, giving more of myself and taking maybe better care of myself, more physical activity? Right. I felt good. I, I honestly felt really, really good. And, right. And um, after that, we even went out on a date night and had a had a pleasant evening. You know, so I still had the energy. I wasn't wiped out. You know.
1: Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's that's really awesome. I think. Okay, here's this is kind of this kind of diminishes what you just said, but it's something I wanted to ask when you talked about it before. How dare you? Okay, you you have a gas mower. <laughs> yes, I do. It runs off gas. I wanted to say it might be easier with an electric mower. Oh, okay. Because my my and I mentioned this in the last podcast. My wife does the yard work. She absolutely she loves the smell. Of- the, the yard being cut and all of that being outside and uh-huh. getting the sun and vitamin d all of that mm-hmm. and uh, years ago i bought her one of the first battery-powered lawnmowers. got made fun of a lot by my brother and friends and neighbors mm-hmm. and and it's still running it's the longest running mower i've ever owned the battery charges in like 15, 20 minutes. So it may take two charges, but you've it's just a built-in break. And how many times do you finish the yard in one gas tank? I can't even remember now because I haven't done it. Do you, is it just one gas tank or do you have to fill up? Usually um, when you fill up, it's at an, an opportune time. I always remember that. Yeah,
0: I used to have to fill up.
1: Yeah. And so and so it's kind of the same thing. Just like with an electric car or whatever, you still have to go to the gas station with a gas car. you got to plug in with an electric car. Mm-hmm. And so this, this lawnmower is awesome mm-hmm. and then we got a snow blower that runs off the same batteries so now we have the snow blower came with two batteries so now we've got three batteries that all run off the same thing same chargers and so now even our break is like two seconds switch out the battery ch- ch- it cuts well oh I, and it's lighter it's and way it's lighter. lighter and it folds okay. it folds in half like almost like a briefcase size whoa and you can put it away yeah you yeah. just put it away Bloop, all folded up whoa and I'm not trying to, you know, hashtag not sponsored.
0: Yeah, we don't even tell you what the what the um, brand is. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so, and so that's. I'm I'm just telling you. Maybe look into it if you ever if the ne- when your lawnmower goes down. Definitely consider battery powered.
0: I just got the self propelled one. It was a non propelled one at first that I was like trying to muscle through. Yeah. Back when I was in a little better shape, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and self propelled definitely helps. Definitely helps. The one I had before this one, and I I can't even tell you if the electric one is self propelled. It's so light. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh but self propelled, that was when we when we upgraded from the manual push to mm-hmm. hey these back wheels tried to turn a little bit, it uh-huh. helps a ton. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I can get that hill done now in one pass. Mmm. Mm. Feels
1: good. Without without taking a break.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. And so
1: I, I like with Shane, I loved I loved that. We've really got into the town of Great Falls, the growth, the difference over the last few years, what he sees, the future coming, and also how we could possibly tie the podcast in to that growth of Great Falls.
0: Yeah. So, geez, I guess in that way, maybe it was one of our better podcasts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I didn't give my opinion. You didn't really give your opinion, but I... I'm not diminishing any of the others. No.
0: I wouldn't say it's better than any other podcast. But I I will say I really enjoyed that
1: podcast. I really enjoyed the podcast. Mm -hmm. He was great to, to converse with. But honestly, we haven't had... People on the show that we haven't enjoyed, and that, that could be a testament True. to you and I as hosts. I think we're really amazing
0: people who are just yeah, we're really pretty
1: <laughs> phenomenal at communicating and <laughs> we and
0: love and everybody. Jab. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, we are. We just are, are, we listen so good, our hearts are made of gold, we remember all the names and words and things. That's right, we never have weird um, pauses or dumb. Trail off sentences that don't seem to (laughs) um, go anywhere, and then we just have to bail and change the subject. So,
1: I I think I think that (laughs) that's our sarcasm coming in hot. Sound?
0: Yeah, sarcasm. Yeah, we
1: definitely had some sarcasm there. That's a chasm of sarcasm. I've just really appreciated all of our guests, and I have to say that at, at at. he was definitely equal and stayed at caliber with the guests that that we have invited on previously. And what excited me the most was was the collaboration I feel that the future holds with, you know, the Great Falls, you know, downtown and, and businesses. And, and I don't know, maybe he can get us in touch with a local farmer and we can do a podcast from a tractor. I don't know. Ooh. But I just, I really like the information he gave and he is... He's a high RPM guy mm-hmm. that knows his things. He does. And so he was able to talk to us about canola yes. and also talk about like every single event that's going on in the next few weeks in the, yep. in the Chamber of Commerce calendar mm-hmm. and different business owners, all the realtors, how long they've been realtors. Like, it was just crazy.
0: And then his dad built him a gun and you, you think to yourself, like maybe he didn't say it. But like if I had to, if I had to put money on a bet, I would bet money that Shane knows how to put together a gun. Like he just (laughs) just has the skills to just take some raw material and get it done. And you guys didn't get to go down quite a deep rabbit hole, but the man knows everything about hunting and knives and carving up the Uh, meat. and uh, just He mentioned elk hunting and I was
1: like, dude, we've got to talk. Just and everything. And you know, is, he knows how to cook it, too, probably. Oh, I bet. I bet. Because we did talk a little bit about food. That's we, right. We got
0: into that a little bit. He's like, he's as excited to, to cook things as we are, I think. He's yeah. like that same level of, like, giddiness. Like, ooh,
1: we get to cook something new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, dang it, I totally lost track. Sorry. Totally lost track. I was, oh, his, uh, what was the show with Tim the Tool Man Taylor? What was that show called? Tool Time? Tool times the show on the show. Oh,
0: yeah, you're right. Home improvement.
1: Home improvement. Okay, when he would go in his backyard and there was the neighbor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Al-, Al? Al Borland. I feel like Al Borland was his name. When he would go to Al Borland, and Al Borland always had the answers. He did. So he would be like, "Oh, this is what got going on in my life," and I'll be like, "Well, here's a simple solution." That is shame. Yep. I feel like I could I could bring him a gun, a toothbrush, a broken glass, mm-hmm. uh, my car. A bicycle and mm-hmm. a shirt, and he could hem, change the oil, fix a flat tire, put my glass back together like mm-hmm. just anything he would be able to. And then also, I'm having troubles in my marriage. Can you? And he'd probably just have advice for that too. Yep. And I think he could just help in any situation. That's that's him.
0: And you know, he was a power lifter like a competitive, yeah. meddled power lifter. I can't
1: remember if he talked about that.
0: We didn't get to talk about it, but it not was not
1: while we were recording. It was no. Prior
0: to recording. I wanted yeah. to, but it was just, you know. Not enough time. There's too many topics with Shane. Too many.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so we've, we've talked about having, well, we talked about on the podcast having him as a kind of a reoccurring guest. Yeah, we got to. That we'll have him in, you know. So our plan so is on, know on, August, on August 17th, which isn't when the podcast will air, but it's mm-hmm. when we'll record it. At the business Breakfast for Business.
0: Yeah, if you want to be at the Breakfast for Business, check it out on the Great Falls Area Chamber of Commerce website, and you can see
1: us live. Woo-hoo. We'll be Watch podcasting out. live from there for the breakfast. I think we'll sneak him in on that podcast to oh, for sure. to, to share with us and maybe even another surprise guest or something that, that we just pick up that morning.
0: Yeah, we'll try to say hi to a few people, maybe just have them sit down, introduce themselves,
1: see how that goes. You know? Yep, yep. And so I'm excited about that. And who knows what that'll turn into or maybe it fizzles out or, you know, who knows?
0: Yeah, we've got, we're, we're just like overwhelmed with ideas. Oh, so many ideas. We might do something in the gym over at the peak. We might, yep. we already did something at uh, Crooked Tree, which was awesome. Thanks again, Crooked Tree. You guys are awesome. Um, empty Pints, you know, thank you guys for letting us just kind of, I mean, this is weird, by the way. Just if I can just bring us, <laughs> bring us into the present moment, if you will. Like, yeah. Brian and I are sitting here, and I'm feeling very exposed. Very exposed. I'm feeling like we're in the middle of a fishbowl and yeah. everyone's just like gawking at us like why did they bring their recording equipment and set it up on a table and also look like they're having lunch just a regular old burger <laughs> so,
1: so I feel the same way I think a, a few people have definitely gandered at us and all to of notice. the wait staff and, and everybody else has, has looked at us We're, I just got the eye right now I just got the eye from a guy, uh, that, that one of the staff members here.
0: I'm not going to look back at him.
1: No, you can't. <laughs> you can't, because he would know that we're talking about him on the podcast. I think the girls behind the bar are laughing at us currently. Yeah. And then, the, like, the chef. Yeah. And like, you know what? Not one
0: person said anything about um, me shaving off my beard in here. They're all so polite.
1: <laughs> oh, we we should have mentioned that, too. We should have mentioned that. You are... are Lean shave it. Mm, I cleaned it. I, I shaved it off like a my little baby goodness. So before we started recording, I showed you a before picture oh, when yeah. I was 100 pounds more than I am now from mm-hmm. before COVID. Mm-hmm. I showed you that picture. I shaved that off for work. Okay. Um, there was a whole thing. It was kind of like a challenge. And so okay. I shaved it off for work. Mm-hmm. When I shaved my face. And, and I was, I was uh, since then I haven't done it again. So that's just the last time I did it. The last uh-huh. time I went from having facial hair to clean shaven. Like nothing, yeah. I hated it. Yo yeah. Uh-huh. It's it, 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 like you can see your lips mm-hmm. and you're like, that's how I move my mouth? Yep, it's weird. And you can see your chin. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I don't, you know, maybe you like your chin, and you've missed it. You can see more wrinkles on your neck,
0: your neck yep. fat. you can <laughs> see everything. It Used to be hidden by my beautiful, pristinely white beard. That got me. I mean, not only was it attractive, um, I got it got me countless dollars saved in senior discounts. I mean,
1: oh yeah. I just don't even yeah. make
0: eye contact. At, you know, when we're when we're when I know it's senior day. Yeah. And they don't want to ask me, and I'm like, of course you don't want to ask me because you're rude. You just didn't want me trying to say I look old? Heck no, man! I'm I'm in my prime. But no, I know I have like a Santa Claus beard, so yeah, yeah. (laughs) Santa Claus in the off season, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they give me that twenty percent or fifteen percent off, and I'm like, well, you know, it's like a a win lose. I I feel kind of old looking, but I also save a little bit of money,
1: so that's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, when so without the beard, it definitely not even so much, you know, by being able to see your face, but your hair then just doesn't look like you don't have the comparison anymore. So it's just like a light blonde.
0: It might be just a light blonde. Yeah.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. But with your beard, it's like, oh, you've just gone white early. Yep. You know, and that, okay. and, and, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. And right now it's just like, oh, you're just a light blonde fellow, mm-hmm. handsome, handsome gentleman. Mm-hmm. I love that you said neck fat okay okay because because when I saved for that little challenge I, had, I put before and after pictures on my Instagram and uh-huh. you know did all that, all I could think was, oh my goodness, my neck yeah yeah and I know that's a thing that like ladies complain about and they do the little chin taps and stuff mm-hmm. I had a triple chin that was hiding underneath my facial hair
0: oh my gosh I uh, learned something at my brother's wedding about this okay um, and it was a late it was the May was the Woo Man of Honor is what they called her because it was my brother's the groom uh, what do you call it the best man but it was the best woman okay and her name was Kate she was awesome from Missoula and uh, she was like hey can you take a picture of me and your brother and I was like yeah absolutely and so I have been an amateur sort of photographer kind of like you I just I like it I've read a couple books, read a, you know, looked at a, probably a bunch of YouTube on how to do this or that, and I've got myself right, to, right. I, I kind of know. I kind of know how to set up a picture. And so what I was doing is I was getting down low, you know, so I got down on one knee and I was kind of going up, and she was like, eh, wrong. <laughs> you yeah. are going to have to go from up down because of my neck fat. And I was like, oh, and she's like, you're welcome. Don't do that to girls.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never come from below. So it, it, anytime you're like looking down at your phone and playing around, and then you uh-huh. accidentally turn the camera on, yeah, and it's like, meow, 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 right? Fat. You're like, oh, there's the pack of hot dogs I was hiding underneath my chin. Mm-hmm. Yep, same thing. Yeah, gotcha. anytime you can get, I can't do it right now because I don't want to put take my head away from the mic. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, when you just tilt tilt that up, it's good. Oh, that's a good lesson to learn. Yeah, that's, I learned uh, That's a free tip number seven free on number episode seven.
0: 16. Yep, and if, uh, if you're going to get married um, and you're wearing a tie, learn to tie the tie before the wedding. <laughs> just, just, you know, or you're going to have someone like me tying everyone's tie going, come on, you guys, this is... Also, if you want to impress every single person um, that you meet from here on out, learn how to tie your own bow tie. Just a hand tied bow tie.
1: I've never tied a bow tie.
0: Tie yourself a bow tie. Learn. Take the take the evening that it'll take on YouTube maybe, and uh, tie yourself a bow tie. Find one that you like. Get make it look nice with your shirt, and see how people treat you.
1: Uh, I want. So you might have to teach me. Okay. And we'll do like the. You ever see the movie Ghost? <laughs> yes. So, so we'll do we'll do a, a remake of Ghost with my neck and the necktie. Right? Okay. You you come from behind, reach your arms around, and okay. and help me do it. What
0: is that song? I can I can almost hear the song, but I can't hear it. It's oh, famous. I can't either. And oh, I have to hear that song when we leave.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have That's to hilarious. Google it. But we'll do that so you can teach me to bow tie to tie a bow tie because de- I really want to.
0: I'll definitely teach you. I'm not sure if I want to do the. I don't don't even know if I can put my... And then see what I was... Because I have to do it on myself. It's a weird thing.
1: That's how I have to do a tie, too. If anybody asks me to help them tie a tie... I can take their tie off, yes. tie it on me, That's loosen it so that they can put it then on them. Mm-hmm. And I, I can even do it to where, like, my, I have a long torso, so if they're mm-hmm. a shorter torso or whatever, I mm-hmm. can adjust it so that I know when they tighten it down, it'll be good on them. Right. You know, it may not look good on me. Right. My grandpa taught me how to tie a tie. I was in an organization, I don't want to go on a whole side trail with it, but an organization called Demolay. And we did... You had to dress up on Wednesday nights and you went and you did these, oh. you know, whatever. We're not going down that side trail, but he taught me how to tie a tie, but never a bow tie, and that's a skill I want to have.
0: It was the weirdest thing. I was I can't remember what turned me on to it. It was maybe Alton Brown, or it was maybe I had a really cool uh, history teacher actually in college, um, in community college actually, and he was all about this bow tie thing, and he would do it for us like blindfolded and all this stuff. He was he was a really funny guy, and so I've always had this kind of I, I like them. And then it kind of occurred to me that it was like a lost art. One of those things like cobblerism mm-hmm. and millinernyism
1: Millenarism.
0: Millinerani. Milliner. Urology.
1: Yeah. Um, it is. It is a lost art. And I think it's, if you know how to do it and you can, you can pull off that look, uh-huh. it is the look. It's the look. It is the look.
0: And, and people will look at you. Like I notice when people are looking at me and they're like, did do you tie that yours? Cause it, what it is, is like, it's a little messy. Like, yep. it's not that perfect thing that you see clip Yes, yeah, And yeah, so they're yeah. like, w- they'll look at it like, wait a minute. Why does your clip-on tie look so messy? Right. Did you, why, why would you wear a messy tie? That's dumb. And then they look again because they're already looking, right? And then mm-hmm. wait a minute, this guy is way too put together. That thing is hand tied. And now they have this newfound respect for you. <laughs> right.
1: And, and yeah, it just, you gain that instant respect. Yeah. Ladies, they love it. They're like, oh, he knows a hidden skill. Wonder what other hidden skills he might he might know. I was
0: stopped at a gas station, and Bozeman actually. I was just gassing up, and this lady was not even close to me at all. She was way far away from me, walking yeah. into yeah. the gas station, and I'm just kind of I'm kind of facing her, you know, putting the gas in, just minding my own business. And she stops in her tracks, looks over, and says, "Excuse me, sir, did you hand tie that bow tie?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." She's like, "Well, why? Did he did he?" T- Reason and I go. I, I just like bow ties. This is how I'm dressed today. You know, I, I had a different job at the time. Yeah. And I thought to myself, "Dang, that's I'm I'm really affecting people with knowing how to basically. I mean, I mean, to to all of our grandpas, it's like impressing people with knowing how to tie your own shoes. Right, you know what I mean? right, Oh, right, good right. job. You learned how to do something that everyone should know how to do. But how many people, once clip-ons were invented, how many people were like, you know what I want to do? This thing I never ever like to wear. This tie thing that I never ever ever want to wear ever. I'm gonna mm-hmm. learn how to use it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. learn how to do a perfect knot. I'm gonna just gonna do that instead yeah. of buying a million cheap clip-on ties that'll look perfect in one second that I have to put them on until the next when an hour and a half goes by and I I rip it off of my neck and because I hate these button the top things.
1: button and right. you're good to go. Yeah.
0: Right. And so I get that, but then it's it's weird when you realize that. Well, that's how. That's that's why it's gone everyone just were, was like, well, this is easier over here. Yep. And so when you're the guy that's like, oh, I kind of want to do something that's not easy. I kind of want to learn how to do the thing that takes a little time and skill and whatever. I
1: want to learn how to be a cobbler.
0: I want to learn how to be a cobbler. Like, and
1: not a peach cobbler. I'm no. talking a good,
0: like, apple cobbler. We Co- yeah, cobbler. <laughs> Yeah, when I learned, like, I think it's that's when I learned I, I wanted to be a cobbler is when I when I was I found out that I would have to spend a thousand dollars to get anywhere close to what I would consider like really nice shoes. Mm-hmm. I thought, mm-hmm. well, with a thousand dollars, I could like buy make my own most of the tools to make my own, and probably a weekend in Texas to learn the trade from an actual school or something. Because there's actually, if you look, you can go have weekends at, at little at shoemaking shops around the country and yes i know where
1: they are (laughs) so i didn't do it this weekend i'm going to hunt antelope Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm excited to share with everyone how that's going to go it's my wife and i opening weekend of archery antelope we love it it's kind of like a a mini vacation for us we take off for a couple days Mm -hmm. the weekend after that i am going to uh montana knife company in Frenchtown, montana to learn forging knives so it's very Ooh. similar with cobblering. Not a lot of people know how to forge knives or use or forgery blacksmithing, yes. right? And I'm I'm super excited, excited. I'm super ex- exuberant. Maybe that too. <laughs> yeah, about being able to learn this this trade that not a lot of people know. And I was trying to think of other skills that have lost their way from just a a, a generation ago. Yeah. Map reading. Sewing. Sewing. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, one of our pillows blew out and nobody in our house, like, I I can... it's not going to look good, but I can sew.
0: So there's a weird thing about sewing uh, the machines. Um, so you can find one from the 1930s. You can find, like, basically a 50, a classic 57 Chevy, like something that will never, ever break down is the best thing you've ever found in your life. And you can find them for under a hundred bucks and they are everywhere. They are literally everywhere because, uh, um, was it 60 years ago or more, every single household in America had a really nice working sewing machine. Everyone right. made right. their own clothes and made their own alterations until corporations were like, well, we can do it better, faster, cheaper. And why don't you guys, you know, go, go to the beach and go, go fishing and we'll make your shoes for you. And right. they
1: we like, heck yeah, man, let's do that. And it'd be like if somebody said, hey, we've, we've got this replacement for microwaves. Yep. You'd be, just be able to find microwaves all over the place. Yeah, you know, same, mm-hmm. very similar. You can find yeah. sewing machines all over the place.
0: Every single place. And so, yeah, it'd be like if we just never had to cook for ourselves again. Yeah, like you're right. You know, we'd just, microwaves be, and ovens would just be everywhere. And they'd be five bucks each. Even that one that was $5,000 when you bought it. Oh, it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Not anymore. And so, yeah, sewing is one of those weird ones that it's... And it's one of those rabbit holes that we went down in my household because my um, I wanted to find g- just a genuine, real pair of genuine denim jeans, which is a real... Uh, it's an actual textile that's made by a very specific machine, uh-huh. and those machines don't exist in America anymore. The last ones were in uh, Cone Mills wow, oh, I can't remember if it was a Virginia or one of the Dakotas. Dang it! Uh, but I own I own two pairs of these jeans. Levi was the last ones to own these machines. Now they've all been purchased, and they're, um they reside in Japan. Okay. So basically, if you want a pair of brand new American-made denim jeans, you're going to have to go to someone who hand makes them for you. They're not made here anymore. The of uh, the uh, you know something as American as apple pie. The blue jean invent, right. invented here. Yeah is not made, the best ones in the world are not made here. They're made in Japan because they respect, they re, they love that old workmanship, you know? Like, they love that old vintage stuff. They bought all of it. And so my wife and I were trying to, and she found a class. It was like a three-day class over in Portland. Uh, paid a few hundred dollars and learned to make herself blue jeans. And so now she knows how to make blue jeans and she can make them for me and she can size them to me. And so now when I tell that to people, like, we're, we have this this like it's almost like magic you know we have something that no one else can do there's not one store that you can go to in a thousand mile radius that's going to give you that right no one is going to make you blue jeans and if you and when i was going around trying to you know ask just even locally or wherever to say hey i I want to make my own blue jeans where do i get the you know the equipment to do that I mean, people who have been sewing their whole lives will be like, oh, you just go buy blue jeans. That's a, it's really, it's really hard. You don't want to do that. And so you can't find anyone that's even interested in it until we realize, and so when doing that history, I realized, well, there's a purpose, there's a reason why denim's good. There's a reason why they're using the indigo. There's a reason why it fades to that cool fade the way it does. There's a reason why they last 20 years instead of five. And it's all because of the workmanship and where they came from. And when you have that knowledge and then you can make jeans for people. Like if my wife really wanted to turn this into a business, she could be charging people $600 for jeans, you know? And, and, And because it's because no one else will do it. It's, it's that skill that took, she had to really work at it. She had to make, you know, four or five pairs of jeans and take a class before she was really making things that didn't have these little imperfections in them. I feel like something like that is out there for everyone because our whole society has been just trying to relax and buy some blue jeans that are made out of a stretchy material like a spandex material. Oh, yeah, from, all
1: of my jeans are that way.
0: Right, and they're comfortable. I'm not putting those. Down. I wear them too, you know. But there's if you wanted real jeans and you wanted to know well what made America, like what? Yeah, what, I mean, what is this thing we're all um, singing songs about? Well, then you got to do some research, and you really got to find it because those things are going poof.
1: And does she does she even make the pockets
0: everything even the they you are know, the little pockets
1: made out of denim or the, yep. the, uh, the
0: oh. oh no the pockets are made out of um, so the inside material yeah. she will actually source vintage really cool like like stuff you'll never ever see like those clown vintage clowns from the 50s are now gonna be your pocket liners oh
1: so I've always wanted uh, and and when I thought of the idea, it was not out yet, but now it's kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted handkerchiefs for pockets, Oh yeah, like the inside of my pockets, and then also like a red, well, you have to be careful of the bloods in the crypts, but like oh, yeah. some kind of <laughs> like handkerchief material underneath one or two holes that are already in the jeans. Oh, cool, yeah. I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I really would love, your wife doesn't have to do that, but right. I, would, I would love to buy a pair of jeans from her yeah i would love to would I, 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 d- I told you that one time when we weren't recording but now i know the message will get to her because she she listens oh she listens yeah and i I would love a pair of jeans from her
0: yeah that's like a, if we could figure out that business it'd be awesome maybe i should take take that class no i'm, I'm just kidding i'm too <laughs> i got some other stuff i'm getting on we're actually um, going to give you a little teaser here yep um on that note, we've been gabbing for about an hour and um, we've talked about Shane. We've kind of been catching up. And hope you guys have been enjoying the listens so far. But we're um, not only are we doing this thing where we're kind of going around and making friends and networking with local businesses and inviting them on the show and even, ha- you know, just dropping in um we're going to be thinking about something that brian and i can get after ourselves Mm -hmm. one one of these 60 and or or 30 or 90 day kind of challenges where um it's just something interesting it's something interesting that you know i I like watching those things too and they're like hey i'm going to do uh you know a hundred days of um you know a hundred reps of this or whatever something something that they're just going to do to get in shape and 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 that's what we're going to do we haven't quite got it yet but it's going to be some form of we're both going to get we have some sort of physical goal um brian's might be a little bit more specific and my mind just might be well i want to make this much weight loss or who knows get get to this fast of running or this far whatever we'll we'll choose something we're going to pick a skill Maybe Brian's will be um, bow tie. Mine's going to be to pick up an instrument that I've been kind of having my eye on, and I want to learn one song. I have one song that's very, very simple that I want to learn. And so, um, yeah, stay tuned. We're gonna, um, we're, Brian and I are gonna be getting after our own, our own passion project.
1: Well, and I think that as a, as it morphs from an idea to an actual thing, we do, we're going to give you guys you know notice as well, so you can join in on us, and maybe it'll be the the month of November, you know, or month of September that yeah. that is the the get after it challenge month, mm-hmm. where you yeah you can join with us where you pick a a skill you want to learn, mm-hmm. maybe it's read braille, maybe it's be able to speak three sentences in a different language maybe it's maybe it's you know, uh, a bow tie
0: show up to four toastmasters
1: yeah to speak publicly yeah exactly you, know? you, you, you dedicate to, to learning a new skill mm-hmm. and and something physically you know maybe it's eating better maybe it's running maybe it's good getting to the gym maybe it's just going for a walk with your dogs five out of the seven days but we'll, we'll write these goals down at the end of the month we'll take a before picture And then in the the after, you'll be able to see Joe and I express whatever that skill is. Maybe we'll record me tying a bow tie and we'll record Joe's song and we'll share it on our Mm -hmm. Instagram and here on the the podcast. It would be kind of, cheesy to do the bow tie on the podcast where you go oh yep, yeah, he's he's bringing that around okay and it's but with the the instrument that would be really easy on the podcast to, to yeah. have you you know bring it in and play it or whatever so what we that's the details we really got to figure out and yeah, we also want to sure. make sure we give you guys enough notice that you can join in with us yeah, for this fun. you know get after it challenge hashtag get after it challenge whatever it is mm-hmm. and we like can bring a, it with us
0: it's kind of like a Lent thing. Only you're not giving up something. You're gonna be adding. A you're thing. gonna be adding
1: a thing to your life. And yeah. and what what better to do with the Get After Podcast than to challenge our listeners to mm-hmm. to get out there and do it. And and it could be as simple as I just want to have a better sleep schedule, mm-hmm. and I want to read three books that all have to do with management style right like who knows but, but
0: I, w- I want to learn how to successfully use my straight razor without slicing my neck
1: open right that's a that's a good skill to have <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs> I haven't quite I haven't quite got that one <laughs> yeah I, I I'm afraid of a straight razor I will let other I trust other people with a straight razor on my head and neck. Whatever area, way more than I trust myself. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, yeah, haven't learned that. I love that she's cleaning up the table next to us right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the chairs on the floor are so loud.
0: Yeah, they're like the loudest um, chairs ever.
1: <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That was ambience. awesome,
0: It's like the ambience that makes it better. You know? <laughs> I think
1: so, and, and I can't wait to listen back to this one uh, and and see how the ambiance affects my mood while listening. Because I did, we did kind of say, oh, t- uh, Tianta's podcast, she's too quiet. That actually only lasted like the first 15, 20 minutes of the podcast. Yep. Then that, I can hear okay. And that's all I had listened to before we did the what we got after. But then oh. listening later, it sounded, it was fine. It was yeah. fine. The sound ended up being pretty good.
0: Yeah, it was, and it turned out to be a pretty good podcast, too. I mean, interesting information, and she's also one that we definitely really want back. Yep. You know, and yep. um, we're at, oh, on that note, um, I'm working with Todd's right now, and we're going to be possibly putting on some uh, new microphones on order. So one's for our guests that are going to be super comfortable, but you're going to wear it. basically, you'll have the headphones on, but then the microphone will just be attached to the headphones. So you won't have to worry about it, anything.
1: The, the Relatively the same headphones my son uses for online gaming.
0: Yeah. Actually, Where,
1: I might go a little upgraded. Or a, a pilot mm-hmm. without the helmet, right? Mm-hmm. They have the microphone that oh, yeah. comes in the front. It, That's very similar to that. Yeah, very just smart. trying to explain it to anybody listening.
0: Yes, exactly. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Yes, right. So you'll look like uh, um, the head coach, you know, those guys. Yeah. Million- gonna, those guys are millionaires. You want to look
1: like that, don't you? And you'll be able to pull the mic up and yell at people yeah, and then co- pull it back down. Cover your mouth with your clipboard with your when clipboard you're yelling at somebody. You're, <laughs> when you're yelling at somebody, yeah. Oh. I don't watch much football, but I, I do know those those moves. Okay, I, oh, I want to talk about football for just a second. Okay. I want to talk about it for just a second because I'm not a football fan. Okay. I don't have like a team. It's weird for me, and it's like a, maybe it's a personality disorder I have, but I don't like... I don't like picking teams, you know. Mm-hmm. So we talked about bobcats and and grizz, right? And I'm just like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have a football team. Mainly, I follow like a person if they're like fun to watch. Russell Wilson, you know, yeah. Tim Tebow, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, and now Tom Brady because you can watch him for apparently three lifetimes and he just is the same. Mm-hmm. And so I follow people more than maybe teams or anything. But fantasy football, have you ever played fantasy football?
0: No. But I do watch it. I watched that funny show that was kind of like fantasy football. So I understand what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And so I'm going to be in two leagues this year and I'll probably have to give updates here on the podcast for how I'm doing. Uh One of them is a new league to me. I've never been in it before. And uh, me and one other person that's in the league have a a, a bet Mm -hmm. that whichever one of us loses out of the two of us. So we don't have to win the league or lose the league. Just whichever one scores higher gets to pick... The tattoo for the one that scores lower. Whoa! So if she does better than me, then she gets to pick a tattoo for me, and they, they got to be clean, you know, no cussing or anything like that, <laughs> um, and you know, nothing perverted or whatever. But uh, she gets to pick my tattoo if she beats me. I get to pick her tattoo if I beat her. My goodness! So I want to give updates as it goes along because there is like, there's whole leagues that go around like that that the loser of the league has to get a tattoo that everybody in the league votes on oh my so gosh so you don't get to choose whether it's clean or dirty or whatever when you lose you lose you lose big yeah and I, and I don't know if we decided if she gets to also choose where or I get to choose where on on her like I'm not getting a tattoo on my face just so you know
0: yeah I wouldn't I go that I far. won't be doing that okay um, not for a fantasy football I mean
1: yeah no um <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll see we'll see but i want to give updates as we move along because it is getting close to fantasy football time the end of august Mm -hmm. beginning of september you really start getting into that so i'll I'll share a little bit but not we're not going in this is not a fantasy football podcast there's tons of those out there and uh i won't be getting into that kind of detail i'll just keep everybody updated on if i'm going to get a tattoo or not really oh my
0: yeah, I hear you, man. Well, cool. That sounds um, really irresponsible.
1: So It is. I, it is. And I'm, I'm happy. I, it's not a typical thing that I would, I would do. That's, but um, we, we talked about in the last what we got after that we wanted to give announcements of things going on in town. Okay. We didn't come up with any music between that podcast and now, but we will have a little tune that we play that's like, this is what's going on. Hey. Come join us. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the one thing I found was downtown Night Market here in Great Falls, August 27th at 5 p.m. If you want to do that, 5 to 9, uh, the three and 400 blocks of Central Avenue, there's the downtown Night Market. And it says on Facebook that there's 235 people interested in going. Yo. So there's going to be some people there. It's probably something my wife and I are going to make it to, August 27th. What do you got, Joe?
0: Um, you know, it occurred to me that I could be just be telling people where I'm playing, too. There's, uh, so that night, markets on the 27th, uh, that Friday, uh, that very next day, I'll be playing a downtown show um, with, I think, I believe it's a block party, uh, so that's going to be with Lester's Mystery Oil, also, um, shoot, hold on. Me... I
1: really wanted to go to the, the block party thing, too, so I'll, I'll probably make it to that. Yeah, that's August a... 28th?
0: Well, yes, i just got to pull that's, up.
1: That's my dad's birthday. Oh, cool. Come on, you. 828 or 2. 62.
0: Very cool. My phone's not cooperating with me. Isn't that fun?
1: Stay tuned for oh. my dad's social security number. <laughs>
0: Just
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I was like, oh, my phone isn't cooperating. What's going on? It's on airplane mode.
1: Uh, I was trying to be
0: like, oh, I don't want it to make any loud noises in this room of totally room loud, of loud noises. noises. I don't and, know what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. So. Um, I got a message very from Matt. Oh, here we go. Oh, Hell City Kitty's going to be there, too. So I don't know I, what that is. Uh, so I'll be opening. I'll play the first um, hour, I guess. And it'll start at 5.30 on August 28th. Um, it's going to be down around Snitz Bar, which is... I don't know that. By that... Um, the Greystone Hotel. Okay. Now okay. I know where you're at. Yep. yep. It's right next to it. Um... So it should be a block party out there. Summer block party starting at 5.30 p.m. I'll be opening. Hell City Kitty's going to be next. Um, Hell City Kitty's a really popular... Um, they're original band. They also do covers. Um, they're like kind of... I don't know. I don't want to just say hard rock because they do all kinds of cool stuff. You know, like um, rockabilly-esque things. And is this,
1: um, is this you or is this your band? Uh, so,
0: so it's just going to be me solo. Okay. And then... Hell City Kitty, the band will come on. They're yeah, a yeah. three-piece. I believe. No, f- one, two, three, four-piece. Four um, and then Lester's Mystery Oil will come on. I believe they are a five-piece. Okay. All excellent musicians. And what's um, the
1: idea of the block party? And just a bunch of music and people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just dance and. Just getting people to the downtown area, um, out there to you know have some have some drinks. There'll be bit. like
1: little street vendors serving drinks and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay.
0: Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, check that out on August 28th. 28th and let's from see if,
1: 5 to probably 10.
0: Yeah. Do I got anything else? Let's see.
1: August 17th, we're going to... Just another reminder, August 17th, that morning, we're going to be at the business for Bre- Breakfast for Business. If you want to see us podcasting and come say hello, we'll be there.
0: Yeah, uh, on August 20th, I'll be at the halftime playing my solo show. Uh, it's a friday though i usually have this wednesday every wednesday there and then there's another new one that i've got on august 21st i'll also be at uh little chicago at four o'clock so okay. little Chicago's over in black eagle they have a new i believe it's a new outdoor stage or it could be indoor but i think it's outdoor and um, they've been doing a lot of cool music things over there. Just recently, I've noticed a, a new and very, I don't know, a hard, like a hard, enthusiastic push to market the, the new music that they've got going on over there. So I'm really excited to go check out Little Chicago, August 21st at 4 p.m. with my solo show. So,
1: so the, the 20th and 21st, I won't be able to, to go to those, but mm-hmm. Joe will be there, and then the mm-hmm. next weekend we'll... We we both might be at some of those things as well. But definitely you can see us on the 17th. And then what's going on with the podcast? Well, you just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. tuned. We've got a couple uh, great guests, uh, not necessarily scheduled because we're a little bit ahead right now. But we're going to have Katie, who is the head trainer over at the Peak. And we're thinking about doing the podcast at the Peak. And so I'm going to reach out to her this week. That's probably our next one lined up. And we've got to reschedule Tara from Roadhouse Diner.
0: Yep, we'll reschedule. Those are probably
1: the next two podcasts you'll hear of uh, the Get After It podcast. And then, yeah, we with the What You Got After, we'll be given a little bit more information on getting after Great Falls. And then yeah, take some of these ideas. If you're listening from outside of Great Falls, you can take some of these ideas and put them into your own town. Start your own podcast. Yep. Make steep. your make your town big and exciting and and love it
0: get out there get excited and other people get excited with you yeah it's
1: it's super easy Mm -hmm. everybody i've talked to about the podcast and supporting great falls and small business like everybody's excited about it and they just joined right with me
0: yep um speaking about getting out of town on september 10th i'm actually going to be headed back to fort benton to play that brewery Okay. The golden triangle. So September 10th, try to put that on your calendar and maybe we go out there and it's only a two hour show. So that could be maybe when I do the tattoo, it, maybe we do the tattoo, maybe we hang out in Fort Benton, we hit a couple of those little spots out there because yep. there's yep. three or four places that are just, you can't miss them, you know? So yeah. And just uh, say hi, make some friends.
1: Starting in the yeah, middle of August. Well, this weekend, antelope hunting, I start to get hunting, mm-hmm. hunting um, fever. Yeah. I start to get the hunting fever. So things have to get on the schedule. Mm-hmm. So I'm not in the woods, I'll, in the I'll, mountains. I'll message you. Yeah, or maybe you just you just come with me into the mountains. We'll do a podcast from the elk woods. Ooh, we should do that. I gotta go.
0: I gotta get back out there and get my man card, my, okay. man, my, my man hunter card stamped.
1: Oh, we could totally do a day hunt. It doesn't even have to be for elk. We could do right here around town for deer. I've got like five deer tags. So cool. uh, you could totally come get your man card, and then we could podcast about it later. Yeah. Things you learned, things you you mm-hmm. remembered from, you know, times past. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. fun.
0: If I have some sort of vision while I'm out there, I'll just share it with people. And if I commune with any animals, you know, I don't,
1: uh, <laughs> right, right. I don't know.
0: What I, it's been a long time, so I don't know how exactly what will happen.
1: Right. I think that'd be fun. That'd yeah. be fun to share that story with everybody. Maybe mm-hmm. we bring your little portable recorder and do, and do, Oh yeah. you know, portions or all of the podcast just from out there. Oh, yep. We could. And I think that'd be that'd be fun. All right, we're you know the the, the deer is getting close. The deer you know? is getting close. Oh my god. god! Yeah, <laughs> Brian's pulling back his bow. Right, he missed. Oh, he missed bad. <laughs> he missed bad. Oh, he looks hurt. Brian's hurt. Oh, he's getting another. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like that. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Yep. We're we're so glad that you've all listened. I want to ask one more time. I, I was looking through Apple Podcast. And trying to see if we had gotten on like the new and noteworthy or something like that and we're not there and it's because i did a little research It's because we need more reviews if you okay. can get a bunch of reviews that really helps you move up in their algorithm so we need we need people to get onto apple itunes because you can't do it from spotify or any of the other ones go to mm-hmm. to apple podcast even if you don't listen on that platform Go there and review. Just get on your computer, get on your phone, go there and review, give us a five star. And actually we don't even care anymore. Give us whatever star rating you think we deserve. Write a little comment and that's gonna give us the most help possible. But of course, sharing is caring, we appreciate that. Anytime you do that, if if you are on Spotify, you can click follow, that helps us. And then you can click a little bell. Right next to the follow, there's a bell that'll send you reminders when our podcast comes out. And you won't, you won't miss any of our episodes. So yeah, the, those are the things we just want to remind you of. We're not begging and pleading. We're still learning how to podcast. And so we're excited, Joe and I, are excited just to put this content out, yeah. even if there's only three people listening. Yeah, that's cool. We appreciate you guys. We really do. We really do. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll, we'll see you, you next time. show.